welcome to Detour the Podcast. Y'all know what's up. Let's get lost. What is up, y'all? I am back with another episode on Season 3 of Detour's Podcast. So today, due to some stuff I've seen recently on TikTok, I want to talk to y'all about domestic violence. And that's also going to intertwine the Me Too movement and also um, coercion to have sex and also... um, you know, how we don't believe black women and how, you know, it's been so much domestic abuse in the media, in the news right now, where boyfriends are attacking their girlfriends and even their girlfriend's children. Like, this has been going on for years, but, you know, I've been seeing it a lot more recently. Um, Yeah, so I follow this young lady on TikTok and... She has a pretty large following, like almost 500,000. That's half a million. And, you know, she got famous by just doing like little funny impersonations of like a grandma. And she worked at like an insurance agency. And, um, you know, she was pretty funny. And she has two little daughters. Like they were like six and two. And, um, yeah, so that's how it started off. So I used to follow her because, you know, I thought she was funny. And I'm really particular about who I follow because sometimes you will follow someone and they'll have, like, one funny video, maybe two. And then all of a sudden it's, like, you trying, it's trying too hard. Like, it's giving desperate. (laughs) So, you know, um, I didn't follow her immediately. I took a while and I did eventually end up following her. And so... Uh, the content went from pretty basic, same stuff, a uh, niche or what is it, niche? Um, yeah, a niche. And so all of a sudden, we saw that she was like on lives, and during the live, she was like not saying much, but like you could clearly, clearly, you could clearly see that she was like smoking weed. And I was like, hmm, that's new, but hey, do your thing. You know, you got two kids, whatever, you know. That self-medication stuff is real. So she was smoking weed or whatever, and I was like, okay. Then all of a sudden, she's smoking weed, and she's talking about, like, how she's dating a guy, but we'll never know who it is because, you know, she don't want us in her business. And I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> and that's legit. I mean, if the woman is making that decision, it's usually the best decision. But if it's a situation where the guy tells you, hey, don't post me online, it's usually because he's cheating. And he don't want, you know, people to know that he's cheating, his other girls to know he's cheating. And so um, so she, though the content started like that. Then all of a sudden it started being all these nuances like, yeah, my man's ex-girlfriends they keep finding my lives and saying all this stuff and they keep harassing us and stuff I'm like hmm interesting I mean ex-girlfriends just don't harass for no reason but that's none of my business so she stopped posting for a while then all of a sudden it was like less than a year later she basically has moved in with not moved in with the guy they got their own apartment together with the girls 
And, um, you know, she had an apartment with him, like a two-bedroom apartment in San Antonio, Texas. And I was like, okay, nice. Well, I'm happy for you. You know, he seems to be okay, you know. Then all of a sudden, he, she's like promoting his cookie company and also promoting his rap music. And I'm like, hold on now. It looked like he trying to, you know, come up off of you. Like, you have all these followers. You got out making, I guess, making money on TikTok. And now he wants you to help him promote his cookie, his vegan cookie company. And also his, um, you know, rap career. But her following is mostly single moms because that was what she came off of as a cross in the beginning. So like I noticed that his following was not growing and it's because he didn't seem genuine, like like a genuine person. And like every time she's talking about him, it's like she's insulting her following. Like, um, y'all don't know him. Like she's basically always defending him on the live. So I just said I wasn't gonna think nothing else about it. I was like, hey, you like it? I love it. <laughs> but I was like, it's very strange. Like, her mannerism started to change, how she talk, how she dress, how she interact with her followers. It all just started to change for this man. I'm just like, oh, gosh, I hate when women do that. Like, they start to change for a man. Like, And I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. But it's usually for, it's usually, I've only done that for, um, you know, a different kind of man. Like I've never, like my baby daddy, for example, I was never going to start acting like a hood rat because he was a hood rat. <laughs> so I'm never going to act like a hood rat just cause he act like a hood rat. Like I stay acting like me and he do what he do. And you know, I let him talk his shit about me, like being, you know, too prim and proper. Like, are you really from Atlanta? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm from Atlanta. Like this craziness y'all see from people in Atlanta those people are not from Atlanta me I'm all Atlanta so um the guy I'm speaking of like the last guy I love like I changed in a way like trying to do stuff not to you know make him upset not to make him mad not to um you know annoy him because he just you know, used to say he was also oh busy. So I didn't want to annoy him. I didn't want to come off too strong. I wanted him to, you know, lead the way because I didn't want to come off too strong because the last time I came off too strong, um, and granted I was a kid, but last time I came off too strong, I, um, you know, it caused the 10 year hiatus and I didn't want that, you know? I'm like, if you have come back full circle, you're mine. <laughs> like, I don't know what you thought, but um, you're mine now. Because you have come back full circle. You could have left me alone. But anyway, so, you know, I changed in that way. But I'll never, like, change, like, how I talk, my mannerisms. Like, I got more confident, you know, and, you know, stuff like that. So... All of a sudden, and it was like a lot of people on the page saying like, his vibe is wrong. His vibe is wrong. And like one day she got online on live on TikTok and she was like, we're fighting right now because he wants me to wash the dishes 
and I don't want to wash the dishes. I'd rather just put them in the uh, dishwasher. And I was like, what? That's weird. That's something weird to fight about with somebody who you've been with for less than a year. And so I was like, interesting. So then that night, she ends up washing the dishes. He brings some dish soap. He wash, She washes the dishes. And then they make up. Okay. So then like the next couple of days, they're on live together. And people, people online are so fucking weird. Like they'll say anything. People were on there like, y'all look alike. They don't. They were like, y'all got the same nose. They don't. <laughs> and then somebody said, um, what did they say? They were like, y'all two get along so well. Do y'all have anything y'all don't like about each other? And he said, well, she already knows what I don't like. She doesn't clean. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? He said that, and I peeped that a long time ago because, now granted, I'm not saying I'm the cleanest person in the world, but granted, they have a cookie company. And so they're charging all this money for these cookies. But like, I'm really weary of buying stuff from people online because a lot of us black people, like we start businesses and the businesses fail because once the money starts coming in, the, um, the level of quality starts to dwindle. And so, you know, just like these nails takes charging $200, these people who do your hair charging $400, $500, like, you know, the quality starts to dwindle. And so basically they're selling these cookies, right? And at the same time they're selling these cookies, they're posting videos where she's on the counter barefoot. He's jumping across the counter. This same countertop where they, they are seen preparing these cookies. He's jumping across the countertop with his shoes on. Um, their kids, well, her daughter's on the countertop barefoot. I'm like, who is buying these cookies? This is very unsanitary. So I was like, I would never buy these cookies. And some of them looked like they were worth trying. But I was like, nah, I, I can't do stuff like that. So um, so that was like one week. So then all of a sudden, the next week, she gets online. And it's frantic now. Like, they're fighting. The cops are called. The daughters are there. The cops speaking to the oldest daughter, like, what happened? She's telling him he got to get his stuff out of her apartment. Um, you know, he's getting kicked out, blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is serious. So this all happening on live. And so I'm like, oh my God, this is serious. So, um, then she turns around and she gets, she gets off live while she's with the cops. Then she turns around and, um, gets back online later that night around midnight. And she's just vibing, listening to music then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the there's a knock on her door and the um the live ends. So, but before that, I just want to say before that, she had been complaining about the fact that she called the police on him to get him out of her house, but um, the police were acting like they didn't care. They didn't believe. They just thought that, you know, this was just a regular domestic dispute because 
she found out that he was cheating on her. And so, you know, they're like, well, you know, he can stay, you know, if he lives here, if you're just mad and y'all going to make up, I mean, that's what it seemed like then, you know, it'd be fine. Like she was saying they wasn't taking her seriously. Then lo and behold, there's a knock on the door and he's right back in the house. So then the next day, well, you know, hours go by. She doesn't post anything else for the rest of the day. And of course, everybody's like, oh my God, you know, like, did he come back to fight? Like, what is going on? So she don't post all day. And I was like, you know what? I bet she got back with that man. (laughs) And now she don't know what to come back and say to the people who saw that. So um, later that night, she finally posts something and she's like, if you saw that live, no, you didn't. And don't say anything about it. Anybody who gets to my live and talks about what they saw yesterday with the police, they're getting blocked. And so people are like, okay. So then she started laughing on her live. She got on later that night with him. She's laughing like, yeah, you know, it happens. It happens, you know. And she's laughing and joking. And then I typed in the chat. I was like, Hmm, what'd that girl say? Embarrassing? <laughs> I hope you're embarrassed. So, and she's like, oh, I'm going to block you. <laughs> and I said, laugh out loud. Then I, blo- I blocked her because I'm like, girl, this is not good for my spirit. Like, this is causing me to have um, anxiety and and PTSD. And it's bringing up stuff that I've gotten over in regard to my past relationships or situationships. And... This is bringing me some PTSD, and I don't need that. So the next thing that happens is the next day, the very next day. Why is she back on live crying with him yelling at her in the background, saying something about sending some money and that this over and he got to go? And, you know, I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, the very next day, I'm like, hold on, wait. I thought it would at least be a week or so. And I'm just like, bro, a new relationship lasts less than a year should not be that difficult. Like, I don't care what nobody say. Me and my baby daddy, we never fought. We never argued. We never fought for at least eight years. Because what is there to really, what is there to fight about? (laughs) Like, if I didn't want to talk to him, guess what? I didn't pick up the phone. <laughs> like, it's literally nothing to talk about. It's nothing to fight about. So, um, okay, so eight years might be a push. But I'm just saying, we never really fought or argued. Because I'm just always the type. I like to see what you're going to do. I'm not, I don't like to have to tell you what you're going to do. Like, I want to see what you're going to do. And if you don't do it, I'm going to move around. So... What happened after that? So now she's on live again. She's crying. And she's saying something about he hit her. And uh, they were fighting. She's missing fingernails. She got bruises on her arm. I'm like, this is some crazy shit. This is some crazy shit. And I seen it because, you know, I went back to the page. Yeah, I, I did. Because, uh, you know, I'm like, hmm. I'm just like, something ain't sitting right with me. So um, what happened next? So then the next day she gets on live because I'm like, 
I'm just trying to see if all of this is like, is it fake? You know, like this McDonald's situation with the the man bringing the food just for his one child and the lady had three other kids and they said it was fake. So I'm just trying to see, like, is this fake? But I'm like, if this is fake, domestic saying someone hit you and that he's abusing you, that's a serious allegation against someone who's trying to get, you know, a music career, um, his business with the cookies out there. You know, I'm like, why would somebody lie about that? Like, that's very serious, you know? So the next thing that happens is she's like, oh, we're done, we're done, you know, it's over, whatever. She playing the, the, you know, fuck nigga free anthem and this and that. I'm like, hmm, interesting. So then, once again, there is a knock on the door. This time is at like, I was still up because, you know, I ain't been sleeping good. I've been up, just staying up all night. Probably because my child was staying up all night, and then I stayed up all night, and now my sleep pattern is just all off whackers. So now I got to stay up to go to bed at a regular time so that I can hopefully get my sleep pattern back on schedule. But anyway, so this time there's a knock on the door, and guess who it is? It's the man. And I'm like, and so he comes in abruptly, and he's like, looking for something in the drawers and the cabinets like some water or something and she's showing him where there's water is water cups and stuff are and I'm just like this is really crazy so then all of a sudden you know he's rolling up smoking a blunt she's like giving him the googly eyes then she goes off camera and like loudly like smacking kissing him and, you know, all this time she got bruises on her arm and her and um, I'm just like, what in the heck? And so then um, she's like, well, guys, I told you all I needed somebody to come over. Now look who came over. And I'm like, oh, so it's the people on the live out that <laughs> that you told your ex to come back over. And so, like, the whole time he's moving around her and stuff, I'm like. He is scary. I'm like, is he about to hit her on the camera? Because that's what it felt like. So, um, she gets off live. But basically, I'm just like, that is, that right there, that's toxic. And that's the reason why people, law enforcement, and other people don't believe women when they say they're being, you know, abused. And when they say they want a man out of their house. Because how does this man end up back in your house, you know? Because, I mean, we see this all the time. Like, yes, we see sometimes the guy breaks in. But a lot of times they let them back in. Or they go back to their house. And it's just like, why? You know, like, obviously I'm not trying to judge, but like... This young lady I was just talking about, I'm like, she thinks it's funny. I'm like, oh, you think it's sweet? Like, this is not funny. Like, you're in danger. Your children are in danger because not only is he, like, you're saying he's abusive, but also he has attached his success to your success. So that means whatever you do affects him. 
So if you're on here saying that he's he's abusing you, that's going to affect his success. And he's going to take you out. <laughs> because with you, he's able to not have to work because you're making this money from TikTok. And, you know, he well, he has his own businesses, but he doesn't have to work a regular job because of all this and that. And it's like you are impeding on that. And that is a dangerous game to play. But this whole back and forth thing, that's ugly. That's real ugly. And it's not, um, you know, it's not smart. And on top of that, it's like you have two children. So it's like. And you're a single mom. So, obviously, you played the fool already with their dad. So, at almost 30, I would think that you were done with that. Done playing the fool because you already got these two kids. So, I would think that you were done. But, again, I'm not judging. You know, I, I you know, spent the block on my baby daddy uh, when I was 29. But, you know, we don't we only have one kid. But yeah, I spent I spent the block on him one time and got um and got what's the word I'm looking for um I'll just say very much disrespected yeah we'll just say that I I tried to spend the block and got disrespected I didn't spend it for no reason I already told the story I didn't spend it for no reason he came and got me and then you know ended up being with somebody else and there was drugs involved and this and that. And, you know, I don't do drugs. So, yeah, you know how that goes. So, but, if it, but I didn't want that anyway. I don't know why. I thought I did. But it turns out I really didn't. So, I'm just glad that somebody, you know, that, I'm glad that didn't happen. That's all I'm going to say. I'm glad that didn't happen. So, um, yeah, so it's like I did spend a block at 29, but it's like, or I should say, try to spend the block at 29. But this ain't the same man. Like, if she tried to work it out with her baby daddy, that'll be something different if it wasn't, like, abusive, which she hasn't said that, so I don't know. But this is a brand new man that you being silly with. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just don't get that. Like, this is why women are not believed in situations, situations like this, because... Women let them back in and they put themselves in this situation. And it's like, I understand, you know, it's a pattern and you're scared. And, but it's like, that's her house. That's her money. That's her car. That's, this, this is all her stuff. So it's like, he's not there. Like, if you just, if he leaves, then he's not there. It's not like you depend on him. Like, for a lot of women who are in domestic, domestic violence situations, they depend on the man to help them. It's usually his house, his money, his car. So, you know, that's how it becomes abusive. But it's like, it's none of that. So what's the problem? So I just find out, find that to be very strange. And that for somebody to think that's a joke is really beyond me. So, and again, again, it's not my business. And really... You know, yes, I'm trying to get my TikTok situation going, but child, some people pages have been popping up on my um uh, when I slide when I swipe through, and I I don't know why. I don't know if it's because this person's page kept popping through on my feed, 
And I don't know if it's because, like, we're all in Atlanta and, you know, I follow some, like, art pages, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if that's why, but I, I don't know if it's because they've been on my page. I don't know. Because this is before TikTok came out with that, um, you can see who looked at your page, profile views. So, I don't know if they kept coming up on my feed because they had been on my page or... If it's just a coincidence, because we're in Atlanta, we more than likely follow similar stuff, you know, as 30, early 30 year old women in Atlanta. So, but I'm like, oh, hell no, nah. let me swipe fast, fast through that. Because I'm like, never show that to me again. I don't get off. No, seriously, never show that to me again, though. So, yeah, I just was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, that brought up so much trauma memories for me. And it was like, what in the heck, you know? But it's like, I would hope that if anyone in my past ever, like, really, really abused me, like, physically, that I would throw up the deuces. Now, has it been some sexual abuse? Yeah. And I already talked about that in the past. And, you know, baby daddy, definitely, like, he already said, he don't know what the word no means for real for real like he don't know what the word no means um he definitely is violent as far you know he does like what we would call hood love you know hood sex type of stuff sometimes you know you want that rough stuff sometimes you don't you know it just depends and it came to a point where I did not because it was like very hood it wasn't you know, passionate. It was more hood and mixed with some passion, mixed with some, you know, abuse. <laughs> so the next person after that, of course, y'all know that was California. Next person after that, we ain't saying who that was. That's just next person after that was somebody who I loved. So that we already know that was like very passionate child. Right. That was the first for me, and I had to get used to that. And now I'm like, since then, I've been not doing anything like that because I don't know if it's because maybe secret, secretly I don't want to get with somebody else and maybe forget him and forget, like, how it was. Or if I don't want to be with somebody else because... Um, I'm scared of the outcome of getting, you know, my feelings involved. I don't know. I have no idea. But it's probably inadvertently, maybe I'm scared that if I get mixed in too deep with somebody else, I'll forget about my time with him. But I doubt it. (laughs) Look, I doubt it. Because, I mean, you might as well say that was my first. <laughs> I was a virgin before him. <laughs> but no, really, seriously, I had been celibate for like two years before him. So, yeah, I was kind of I was kind of a virgin. Not really. But, yeah, I was kind of a, the stuff I did with him, I had never done with anybody else. Like, you know. The whole, you know, sitting on your sitting on your face type of thing, putting your feet, toes in your mouth, not his toes, my toes in his mouth. 
Um, you know, sleeping over, some sex in the middle of the night, you know. I was about to say some cuddling and kissing on the forehead, but I definitely did that with my baby daddy, but it wasn't it wasn't like this one. This one was like it was different. I I can't explain it. It was different. But I'm gonna stop talking about that before I cry. But yeah, so I just feel like women like that give other women of who are really in danger a bad rep because it's like if he does do something to you, everybody who has seen those lives will know that you made that decision. You made that. Like it won't be a a, a question like, how did this happen? It happened because you opened your door. <laughs> he didn't kick the door in. You opened that door several times, confusing him, thinking he still had access, and y'all in there fighting. And then at what point? Is the fighting going to get to, you know, the children? At what point, you know? So, it's just strange. But I also think it's a lot to do with um, being insecure. Because somebody who was confident in themselves and secure within themselves would not let that go down. Myself included. So, I think that's what it is, you know? And so... It also made me think about, you know, my first time with the person, the last guy I loved. And it was like, dang, you know, that first time, it still makes me think like, what the heck? Like, and like I already said, a part of me liked it. And a part of me was like, no, I don't like that. (laughs) But I did like it and I did want it, but I didn't, if that makes any sense. But it wasn't a situation where. He beat my ass and then we don't have sex? No. <laughs> no. He's not like that. But, um, yeah, so it's just strange to me, like, when we act like that. It gives people a bad rep that makes me, and it makes me scared to date. Because the reason I haven't dated, which I already said in the previous episodes, probably season one, I haven't dated because I was a single mother. And... You know, I really wasn't trying to be, like, promiscuous and all that. Like, my promiscuous time was, like, trying to see what age that was. (laughs) I would say, like, 13 to 13 to 16. That was, like, a promiscuous time. And, um, yeah, so it's like, I stopped doing it. It's too much on me. Like, I don't, and then I don't never want somebody to move in with me like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, for some, how does a man end up living with you less than a year into your relationship? Less than a year into you knowing anything about him. How does he move in with you? Like, I don't want that. Okay? I don't want that. I want genuineness. I want somebody who doesn't need to move in with me. I never want to impede on my son's space or my space because I do need my space as well. But I never want to impede on that. That's not me. That's not how I roll. Because, you know, no judgment to my mother. I've already said this in the past as well. No judgment to her. But she moved several boyfriends in on us 
And it was not easy, nor was it, you know, she never sat us down and said, hey, kids, I'm going to have this guy move in with us. It was just a nigga moving his shit in one day. <laughs> um, It was never that. It was always just some nigga moving his shit in. And it's like, it would be one thing if we had like a big house or something. No, it's literally three bedrooms, one bath. And it'll be another thing if it was just one nigga. Um, I can remember three. And so, you know, it is what it is. And like, you know, I'm sure my mama got some PTSD from raising me. But I will say, however, PTSD from raising me and the stuff that I did, but also the stuff that I did was a result of stuff that happened to me. So there you go. <laughs> Like, had that stuff never happened, I probably wouldn't have did some of the things I did that caused the issues. I'm just saying. But again, I'm not trying to down talk anybody. I love my mom. She's a great grandma. That's all that matters. So, yeah. But what really matters to me is, matters to me is I don't want to put my child in danger. I don't want to put myself in danger. And because of situations like I explained about this girl on TikTok, I do know that a lot of times if you call the police, they don't really believe you. They don't believe you. Or they'll make they, he might go to jail for a day and then they can be right back out at your place. And then on top of that, um, another reason why police and everybody don't believe you is because you let these guys, these girls let these guys come right back. They say, oh, I'm sorry. And they come right back. It's like, it's like, stand up, <laughs> stand up, like stop being so weak. <sighs> and I get it. I get it. But it's like, I'm saying I'm people can make up. Yes. But it's like the next day or really hours later, they're back. Like you can't even let them sweat a minute, you know? So that's strange. But, like, honestly, for me, if I was a mother of two daughters and some man, like, rose up on me in front of my kids, like, that would be enough for me to say, nah, never again. Like, that would be enough for me to say, nah, I'm good, for real. Because think of all the damage you're doing to these children. So, yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just don't like that. And, yeah, like I said, I had to unfollow, block. Um, I have since unblocked. But I was just like, I don't like that. And that's bringing up too many, too much for me. It's bringing up PTSD. Um, it's, like, causing people to worry about you. Like, they're going to turn on the news and see you on the news, you know. So, like, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, at what expense, you know, at what expense, are we going to do this? Like, get yourself together. Like, we got to be stronger than this. We got to do better than this. And at the same time, I also feel bad for black women because it's like we can't find a man who either A, won't cheat, B, won't um, be an abuser, um, C, will actually be successful. Like, it's so many things that go into it. Then you also have... You know, it's hard enough to find a, a guy, a, a black guy. But then if you do find one, it's like, 
you always like, okay, is he, you know, 100% secure in himself? Is he, you know, sober? Is he a cheater? Is he faithful? Is he Christian? Is, is he a good father figure? <laughs> will he be a good father in the future? Like, will he bring all the kids McDonald's? <laughs> and, you know, it's just... It's so much that goes into it. And it's, I just feel like being black is hard. But being a black woman is probably the hardest. Because society, the world, has tore the black man down so much that the black woman has had to rise up above them and be stronger-minded because the men tend to be weak-minded and it gets us into trouble like because you know any semblance of a man who comes into our lives who pretends for a while who acts like he wants to do right you know we accept bullshit because we want to believe that he wants that he's going to do right but it tends to not be the case okay so, yeah, I just wanted to get on here and speak about that and say that, like, if it ever gets to a point where you feel like you have to call the police on a man, be sure that you're done with that man. Because if you're calling the police and you're not done with that man, that's disrespecting you and it's disrespecting him. Because, first of all, we got to know that police don't like black men. But you're calling the police on this man and you know that you're not going to do anything. You know that you're not going to let him go anywhere. So what's the point? You know, what's the point? So, you know, because you're making people say, you know, the police keep a record of all this stuff. Of course, everybody knows that. So like you call once, it's like the boy who cried wolf, right? You call once, he's back over there. You call it again. Oh, he's back over there. You call a third time. They're going to take their time getting over there. And, you know, who's to say they'll get there in time, you know? Like, I hate to say the same thing over and over again. But, yeah, like, you call a third time, they're going to be like, oh, it's just so-and-so again. They're just fighting this time. They're fine. We'll just go get some donuts and take our time getting over there, you know. By the time he'll either be gone and he'll come back that night when she cools down or... You know, or he won't. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, if you're going to call the police, be done. But if you're not going to call the police, hold on, wait, what am I saying? <laughs> if you're going to call the police, be done. But if you're not done, don't call the police. Because it's going to make women in the police think that women in similar situations that could be more dangerous are the same because they figure, oh, you know, they'll just let them come back that night. They're just fighting. They'll be back on good terms later. So be very careful with that, okay? Okay, okay. All right, well, peace. I'll be back with more episodes. I got a lot to say. I got to update y'all on this dating situation. Peace.